You're listening to the Brooks and O podcast conversations to help you live in your true identity as the creator of your life. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 142, Trust the Timing and Conditions for Growth. Have you ever had a goal or even a wish that you wanted to come to pass and it just didn't seem to lock in even with good effort and intent? In this episode, we are talking about growth conditions. Just like every seed has its own germination time, Each seed also requires the right conditions to be able to really take off and thrive. Part of the mystery of our own development comes in learning what the right conditions are for ourselves. I'm going to share with you something I have really wanted to thrive in my life that took me 11 years (laughs) to have the right conditions for it to actually grow. I could be frustrated by looking at how long it took, but instead I am learning a huge lesson in trusting the timing and conditions for growth. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my new app, Co-Create by Brooke Snow. It's available in the Apple and Google app stores. The Co-Create app gives you access to over 100 guided meditations, new yoga classes, and inspirational audio courses to support you in living into your true identity as the creator of your life. To learn more, visit brooksnow.com forward slash app. In January, 2012, I walked out of a gym I had been faithfully attending for a year. And I remember looking up at the sky and it was like a bolt of lightning struck me. And I knew it was the last time I would ever go to that gym again. I had my own reasons for quitting, but the bigger part of the story was the vision that came next. I remember everything about that moment, exactly where I was standing in the parking lot, exactly what the pre-dawn sky looked like, exactly how cold it was in January. I was clearly told in that moment that the type of movement my body really needed was yoga. I felt it deeply into my soul, and I knew yoga would change my life. Not the gym I was attending, but yoga. It was my own little prophetic moment. God was telling me my life would change in a profound way if I would start doing yoga instead. It was a head-to-toe whoosh of emotion with goosebumps and spine-tingling sensations that made my heart beat fast and Every cell in my body knew this was a message from the divine. Now, you might think it was such a profound revelation. I'd go home and immediately start looking for a yoga studio or a yoga class or, heavens, even a yoga video to stream. Is that what I did? No. I got distracted. I got pulled back into the throes of mothering a young toddler and just trying to survive my life. It wasn't until 2016, four years later, that I attended my first yoga class in person. It was amazing. It was soul nourishing and I loved it. I attended on Saturdays here and there, 
but it was really only a handful of times. I was still in a place in my personal growth where it was hard for me to prioritize my own self-care, especially if it meant that I left the house and left my children. A few more years passed and I had a friend invite me to stay with her in Bali for 10 days. If you don't know, Bali is a yoga mecca. Well, in Bali, I spent nearly every day at the yoga barn. I loved the experience. It was amazing to be exposed to so many styles of yoga, taught from some of the best teachers in the world. Goodness, did I love yoga. Every time I do it, I love it, and I experience just how amazing it is for me. I remember that moment in the parking lot of the gym when I was told it would change my life. But did I come home from that experience in Bali and dive into yoga? No. (laughs) In 2018, I committed to myself that I was going to do yoga every day of the year. And if you've heard me teach the principle of floors and ceilings, then you know that my secret to being consistent with habits is to have a tiny version of a habit that allows you to be consistent on days that you can't do a bigger version. I upheld my commitment and I did yoga every day of the year. Many days I did a floor version of three cat cows Or I would do a 15-minute video I found on a yoga app that I subscribe to. And I would do that 15-minute video on repeat, day after day. (laughs) You could say that I have a high tolerance for sameness in my life. I never once attended a live class or switched things up with a different video. Once that year was complete, I let the habit go. It was like I had fulfilled the commitment And so I just stopped. Perhaps I had actually maxed out my threshold for sameness. (laughs) After that year, I would occasionally stream a video, but in large part, I reverted back to other kinds of movement that somehow seemed more likely to give me some fitness, like going hiking or riding my bike. In 2020, when the whole world was shut down and we were all on lockdown, we decided to finish our basement and expand our living space to accommodate the increased time at home. I felt inspired to finish the space into a yoga studio. Yes, a yoga studio. Even though I didn't regularly do yoga. (laughs) You'd think with my own yoga studio in my basement, that I would finally start doing yoga, right? Or after having a profound visionary spiritual experience, I might start doing yoga, right? Or after spending time in Bali and practicing with the world's greatest teachers. Nope. Another two years passed. In 2022, I signed up for an online yoga certification teacher training. By this time, I have known for 10 years that yoga was going to change my life, but I just hadn't deeply committed yet. Surely if I was certifying, that would get me committed. 
I would learn to do yoga on a deeper level. I'd not just be following a teacher, but I'd know all the science and the philosophy and the history and why each movement created the results it did. So I signed up and I told all my friends and family, this was my next adventure. Did I start doing regular yoga? No. (laughs) Did I even start watching the videos for certification? No. A few months later, I bought a meditation app. And as part of the business model, we chose to include yoga on the app. I invited my delightful friend, Jessica Carney, to be the yoga instructor for the app. And when it came time to record the videos, we were in need of a studio. Turns out I had one in my basement. (laughs) How providential. I paid a lot of money for an app and I commissioned a brilliant teacher to create new yoga videos for that app. The videos are literally amazing. Jessica is amazing. I really did bring in the best of the best. So was this the moment that yoga would finally change my life? Well, turns out I did the same thing as before and picked one video and did it repeatedly all the time. But there would be some days I would push it off or I'd get interrupted or because I have other events that I'm training for, like my 50 mile bike race happening this weekend, I would go for a bike training ride instead. I kept categorizing yoga as physical fitness. After all, I had that revelation come to me after I quit the gym. I naturally associated it in the same category. At this point, things had been happening in my personal life that were bringing me immense stress. I was dealing with some trauma and life challenges that were so heavy really for the past two years. And it was all I could do to keep going. I think I kind of reached a breaking point and my health was breaking down. My relationships were breaking down. And one day back in March, I finally admitted to myself that I was suffering from deep depression Even though I certify coaches, even though I spent most of my days reading self-help books and doing my list of healthy habits, the burden of the emotional weight and trauma I was carrying was just too much. I had all the tools and habits that should have been working to make my life better, but they weren't doing enough. The trauma was too big. The challenges were too big. In a pit of despair and a dramatic emotional meltdown, I finally surrendered to knowing I needed help. I couldn't keep thinking I should be able to do life all on my own. I held up the white flag and asked God for help. And thus began what I call my radical life overhaul. (laughs) In most cases, I live my life by the principle of small and simple things are great things brought to pass. I teach how to create small habits that can grow into sustainability. I teach floors. I make things easy and doable. 
This can truly change people's lives, and it has many times over changed mine. But friends, sometimes in life, you need to take the leap. I was so desperate and in so much pain and despair that I needed to radically shock my system and shake my life up. I created a master plan for my radical life overhaul. And I'll tell you those details in another episode. But for now, I need to let you know that part of the plan was yoga. Not yoga in my certification course, which still had never been started. Not yoga in my beautiful basement studio. Not even yoga on my own inspirational app. I knew I needed the experience of leaving my house, leaving my kids, and having time to myself in my car and driving all the way to town 15 minutes away to attend an in-person class with real people. And I needed long classes, not tiny ones. I purchased an unlimited yoga pass and declared that I was going nearly every day of the week. I am all in. I am leaping. I'm going big. I am changing my life. One of the results of the past two years of trauma has been a slow build of trapped emotion inside of my body. I knew I needed help processing my trauma and emotions. I needed help connecting back to my body. I realized that I was living in a constant state of fight or flight. Yes, me, the meditation teacher, who through all of this has maintained a perfect record of meditating every single day for eight years, typically for 10 to 20 minutes a day. And yes, I was still trapped in fight or flight. The meditation helped give me a momentary reprieve, but the moment I would re-enter life, my nervous system skyrocketed into protecting myself once again. That's the result of trauma. I needed something more to help teach my body that I was safe. I needed something more to process everything I had been holding inside for so long. I needed something more to help me physically release and relax and open back up. I finally stopped categorizing yoga as just physical fitness and desperately signed up for what it would do for my spiritual, mental, and emotional fitness as well. When I first started doing yoga every day, my body felt really fragile. When the class would end in Shavasana and I had those beautiful five minutes of laying quietly on my back, I would just cry. I didn't quite know how to handle feeling free and open. In time, I started to acclimate a little more. This past week marks six weeks of me attending yoga nearly every day of the week. And in class this morning, I noticed I felt fully inside my body for the first time in a long time. I was really present. I was aware of being in my body and it felt safe to be there. I also noticed how grounded and genuinely peaceful and happy I felt. I did the whole class with a grateful smile. (laughs) Wow, what an incredible life-changing difference. 
I guess you could say that yoga has finally become a part of my lifestyle. I can now say that it has truly changed my life. It has helped take me from the depths of despair and help me process those emotions and regulate my nervous system. I feel safe again. I feel happy again. I feel peaceful and grounded and dare I say, I feel in love with life. I'm no longer depressed. I laugh more. I smile more. I roll with the punches. Well, I've also made many other dramatic changes at the same time as part of this radical life overhaul. Yoga has been an important component to this radical change. Friends, it only took me 11 years, (laughs) 11 years to experience what that profound revelation was preparing me for the day I walked out of that gym forever. 11 years years. And that experience of yoga changing my life did not happen immediately after that revelation. It didn't happen after attending my first few classes. It didn't happen after committing to a floor version every day for a year. It didn't happen after doing yoga for 10 days in Bali from some of the best teachers in the world. It didn't happen after finishing my basement into a yoga studio. It didn't happen after I signed up to certify as an instructor. It didn't happen after buying an app and hiring an instructor for customized videos. No, (laughs) it didn't happen until my entire life fell apart and I got to the point of surrender and needing help so desperately that I showed up like my life depended on it. I think there may be a lesson here. First of all, the creator lesson is that some things take time and proper circumstances to flourish. I'm currently planting my garden, and it's fascinating to see how every vegetable has different germination times. The lettuce gets planted, and it sprouts within five days. However, the carrots take months. Each seed is on its own germination clock. A few years ago, we planted all of our seeds in our garden and watered, but nothing grew. Turns out we didn't soak the garden enough during that first essential week. It didn't have the right conditions to be able to grow. Sometimes in life, we think the right conditions for our growth are going to be pleasant conditions. It's when the people around us behave the way we want them to. It's when we have all the money we need. It's when our health is ideal. It's when everything finally seems to be working just as it should, and then we are going to make all the progress we've been hoping for. I kept trying to create the right conditions for me to get into yoga to change my life. (laughs) On the surface, they were really awesome conditions. It was good ground. I have had times in my life when certifications have changed my life or when inspiring teachers have changed my life or when having something be more accessible has changed my life or having the right environment has changed my life. And yet the right conditions for me to grow 
in this particular seed just so happened to be when the pressure was at its greatest and when life was at its darkest. The seed within me now finally had the right timing and the right conditions. And oh my goodness, has the growth been amazing. I have a lot more to share regarding what has happened in this radical life overhaul. But today, I want to leave you with the principle of timing and growing conditions. Some things take bloom the moment you choose to bring them into your life. And some things metaphorically take 11 years. Most importantly, growth requires the right conditions. But dear creator, those right conditions are often what we least expect or even want. I'm here to encourage you that something beautiful can and does come on the other side. Trust the timing and the conditions. Trust the timing and the conditions. Trust the timing and the conditions. See it. Say it. Feel it. Do it. Become it. You are a creator. Now go co-create something great. If you love this podcast and you'd like to have support in your own growth, I invite you to join me in the next co-create community challenge that starts in only a few weeks. In addition to the guided meditations, the new yoga classes and inspirational audio courses you can find on the app, our next live challenge will focus on nourishment. And it is a great time to do a mid-year reset and focusing on nutrition and finding more nourishment in your life. I will be co-teaching and co-coaching with my dear friend and my own personal coach, Christy Drennan. All you have to do to be part of this challenge is be subscribed to the app. It's only $11 and 11 cents a month. You can download the app for free at the Google or Apple app stores, or to learn more, visit brooksnow.com forward slash app. We would love to have you join us.